Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's episode is with Ian Shoemaker, who now is the offensive coordinator at Hawaii. He did this episode with us on the virtual summit, and in this clinic, he talked about layering stressors. And so he gives an overview here in this first section, and then in the next section we share from that clinic, he talks about how you layer those different things in. Known Ian for a while now, he was coaching at my alma mater, was the offensive coordinator there at Baldwin-Wallace. And he's made his journey through the small college ranks. And now it's paid off for him as he moves to the FBS ranks at the University of Hawaii. We wish him best of luck with the Warriors. And here's the episode with him, Layering Stressors. So starting off uh, right away, uh, we are a no-huddle team here at Eastern. Uh, I've been running no-huddle systems since 99. Uh, I learned that all the way back uh, through Rich Rod and Rob Spence and all these guys. Uh, down the road that uh, kind of got that jump start on Indy and NASCAR tempo and, and playing super fast and being uh, open and, and, and things like that. But, you know, as a, as I've evolved over the years, you know, that tempo piece has really uh, taken, uh, you know, hold of a lot of different pieces, right? So you can go super fast, the, the Oregon flash tempo, you can go uh, to the peak tempo and look everything to the sideline. Uh, you know, from a rerun standpoint, a flip standpoint, uh, and building in your peaks to uh, check with these informations. Uh, but, you know, from our standpoint, that's a kind of the starting point, right, that we are going to be tempo, that we're going to play fast. Uh, here at Eastern, we are uh, 100 to 120 play mentality. That's, uh, you know, on the board in our meeting rooms. Uh, Coach Best uh, plays that out for us and, and, you know, asks us to make sure that we are you know, having that mentality going into the game. How fast can we play? How many snaps can we get? That one to 120 mentality going into these games. Uh, so a lot of that does affect how we look at game plan. Uh, but, you know, for you, each individual guy out there, as far as uh, building that mentality, uh, you know, I think these stressors and things like that uh, can work in a huddle, can work in 21 personnel, 12 personnel, whatever you guys are using. Uh, so this is not just a no huddle piece. I'm just saying for us, tempo is part of our stressors uh, going into a game plan week. So how are we going to use it and things like that. So kind of going through some of those things, um, you know, Indian NASCAR packet of plays that you can call off the cuff as fast as you can, maybe limited personnel groups, limited formations. 
um, the one word calls uh, fastball or, you know, whatever, uh, you know, term you're using for that, but your one word calls that everybody knows memorized and, and, and get you going fast that way. Uh, the other thing that we use tempo wise is, you know, rerunning the same play over again or flipping the play from, you know, say we ran a play one direction on one hash, we get on the other hash because of an outside zone or a screen throw, being able to just flip that exact same play, but run it out of the opposite formation, opposite direction piece uh, from that deal. And then using your dead count and using your check with me's, hey, I'm in a formation. I'm trying to uh, see what the defense is getting me uh, without a play call in. Uh, you know, those are things that we use from a uh, tempo standpoint to game plan. When are we going to use those? How are we going to use those? And where does that, uh, you know, move forward for us? Uh, the next thing is, as we're looking at, uh, you know, on the on the outline here from Temple would be the next thing is alignment and motions, right? How are we going to use alignment uh, and how are we going to use motions? Okay, so the first thing is simple across motion, moving a receiver from one side of the formation to the other side of the formation. And how does that change strength and how does that affect the defensive structure, you know, as we go. Uh, so we'll build this template and this checklist as, as we go uh, in our breakdown. And the first thing would be, how do they react to a cross motion, right? A receiver running across some formation from slot on the right side to slot on the left side. How does that affect the defense? And really there's kind of three ways that defenses will adjust to that as we look at it. And they're either gonna bump the coverage, right? The, the backers and everybody's just gonna bump over and, and simple adjust across the, the formation with that motion. Uh, the next thing is if they're in man coverage or something like that, they may run with motion. Is that nickel gonna go all the way across with that motion uh, to the other side of the formation? And then the, the other way we look at it is, are they gonna rock and roll safeties, right? So as the motion goes, is the boundary move gonna to rotate to the middle of the field and the safety roll down uh, to cover down that motion? So that would be the first thing. We say, hey, motion, across motion, are we gonna get bump, run it, or rock and roll with that motion? And if we get those different things, right? Does that dictate coverage, right? Are they running it with man? Are they rock and rolling in man? Are they bumping only when they're in zone? Uh, taking advantage of that. So again, uh, you know, alignment and motions uh, is, is key there. The first one is across motion. The next motions that we'll use uh, that will affect defenses differently is a fast motion to mesh. So we're gonna bring a receiver or running back fast motion to mesh at the tailback position and now look at how they adjust to that, uh, moving from maybe an open two by two to kind of a 20 personnel formation with the tail or the receiver adding to the backfield and, and filling that two back alignment in the backfield. Uh, how does that affect the defense differently than a full across the, the formation motion? Again, certain defenses will react different. Some will be more rock and roll to that fast back in the backfield deep mesh. Uh, some defenses will uh, bump more when that, when that happens and not over adjust their formation, uh, you know, uh, quite as much. Uh, the last motion uh, that we'll look at from a receiver running back standpoint, you know, from an empty or a open two by two would be looking at behind motion, right? An orbit motion, bringing that motion behind the quarterback and how that 
motion dictates uh, that triple option phase, that bubble adjust phase uh, where that motion goes behind the quarterback and the tailback and adds uh, depth and triple option opportunities, uh, does that change their adjustment? So again, uh, those are the, you know, the, the main motion pieces that we'll look at with the wide receivers and the running back. So again, the review, right? Wide receiver across the motion, right? Across the formation fast and fully changing the strength of the formation to back into the backfield meshing in front of the quarterback, uh, adding to what may look like a 20 personnel formation. And then third, something that motions in behind the tailback and the running back adding to a triple phase uh, or a bubble adjust phase uh, possibility with that motion. Uh, so again, I want to know in our breakdown each week, how does the defense adjust differently to those ones? Is it something that's very specific uh, or is it something that's very standard for them? It might be something that's really standard for them. Uh, then that's good to know as we go forward, which one of these formations or, and motions are we going to use uh, to put the most stress on the defense? So the idea here is to layer stressors, right? Layer stressors. So now we have the game plan. We broke all that information down. We know the checklist. We have all the information. Now, how do we layer the stressors? First thing would be tempo. Challenge yourself to use multiple stressors in your high tempo calls, right? So being able to be FIB, to be stacked and bunched without adding a bunch of formation uh, adjustments and tags and all that stuff, make it simple, make it something that you can do fast, uh, add stressors to your, your play fast calls, uh, to your Indy, your NASCAR, your fastballs, whatever that is, your one word calls, add stressors and play at tempo with your stressors, okay? Motion. Uh, add motions to, uh, you know, to, to other stressors, right? So unbalanced, starting an unbalanced alignment, maybe in the FIB unbalanced and then fast motion across and build and layer those stressors together. So just by having one stressor doesn't dictate a win all the time as we look at this deal. Uh, again, shifts only when you gain advantage, but shifts are great, but you got to know what it is that you're getting when you, when you make a shift call and things like that. Uh, empty. This is one of the things I think that a lot of teams lose sight of, and I have in the past as well, is like, oh, I call empty. It's a base three by two open formation. Simple, right? I'm empty. That's a big enough stressor. But layering stressors, going FIB, putting three receivers in the boundary, right? Simple. Quadding that side, right? Putting four guys out to a side and a single backside. Building your stacks and your bunches into your empties and then adding motions back into the backfield or across, changing strength and things like that. Take advantage of those things and then adding those uh, protection possibilities with the tight end and the tailback, maybe right on the edge of the formation where they could be part of the six-man pro, uh, but also fast out for five as needed, okay? So again, FIB quads, compression stacks and bunches and, and those things to your empties. Don't just get in three to the receipt, three to the field and two to the boundary and think that you put enough stress on the defense. I think there's more things that you can do. I think that's something that I've lost sight of in the past. And I think we're doing a better job here. Uh, FIB, layer your FIB with other stressors, right? Tight end off, make the, the backers' eyes look different, put the FIB. Now, maybe that nickel's got to deal with the, the tight end faxing back to him. He doesn't practice that as much as an apex player that the will normally does. But now that I put him FIB, now I got a chance to, to, to you know, lean his eyes. Stacks and bunches with compressions, right? Compress those formations. Stacks and bunches, 12s, 11s, different things like that. 
uh, and then unbalanced again, take advantage of unbalanced with a lot of the other stressors. Uh, we like unbalanced uh, stack three by one in the boundary FIB, uh, you know, one of our, our main kind of uh, go-to calls, right? Uh, it, you know, it puts three or four stressors into one formation and one call. Uh, again, make them deal with a bunch of different things as we go. Uh, let me look at a couple of questions here real quick. Uh, sorry if I don't get to all of these. Um, how do you call tempos out of certain formations and or plays? Our tempos are built in. Uh, so again, if uh, you know the Indian NASCAR plays come in a certain way, our, our, our fastballs come in a certain way, our normal attack tempo comes in a certain way. Uh, so again, uh, we should be able to use all those tempos uh, you know, as, as we go through. So uh, I think building it in a structure, I think is important instead of saying, this is this tempo, this is that tempo, being able to use multiple tempos in every drive, if that's who you want to be. Uh, anything else here? Okay. Uh, some of your favorite stressors in the red zone. Uh, like I said, I think FIB stacks, uh, favorite stressors in the red zone, right? FIB with stacks, uh, and then the tight end off. I think compressions down there is good. Again, is that safety player, when I compress the formation, going to be the edge player, the force player, which he's normally practicing? But if I compress the formation, now I may turn that corner on to be that force player. And now can I, uh, you know, get an advantage in the, in the run game that way uh, by taking the safety who's got, now got to back off and deal with the stack or bunch so there's a section of the clinic talk where coach went over the ideas of layering stressors. He did share specifics and what those look like and the different ways to attack a defense in the clinic talk. I'll link that in the show notes as well as a link to a bundle of both of his clinic talks. The other one being what he called his operating system for the quarterbacks. Coach has done an excellent job wherever he's been. He had one of the top offenses this past season at Eastern Washington and I'm sure he's going to do a great job at Hawaii. Follow all we're doing at coachingcoordinator.com and follow me on Twitter at Coach K Grabowski.